0: I, I think it's the most contemplative of seasons. And welcome back to the Providence Community Podcast. My name is Chris Oswald. I'm the senior pastor at Providence Community Church. Today, we're doing a fall ministry preview, or in layman's terms, a preview of the fall ministry. A lot of things going on. A lot of good things going on. All of it good only because and only if it honors our Lord Jesus Christ and helps us as a church to be truth and beauty in community. So let's get into it. The first thing I think you ought to consider or know about is that we're undergoing a bit of a uh, what should we say? A bit of a a bit of a logistical. Transition kind of beneath the surface. So, um, I guess about a year ago, I started working. Well, I I heard about a ministry that was advising a number of other Sovereign Grace churches, uh, helping them to grow in their web presence and in their social media and so on and so forth. And I kind of wrote it down as like, okay, priority number, you know, 334 of the things I have to do. Eventually, you know checked off a bunch of other things on the list and realized we had kind of reached a point where we probably had some time and and also probably even additional need to talk to this group and so i reached out to them and yada 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 a few months worth of conversations and now we're we're kind of working with them to understand how to better improve a lot of, not only, it turns out, not only are kind of web presence and things like that, but they also have opinions and counsel to share on kind of the the undergirding, the plumbing of a church, you know, uh, kind of the way that this is talked about is the church management software and so on and so forth. And so for the past couple of months, uh, I've been working and others have been working on kind of shifting all of our database stuff which is surprisingly robust for as simple of a church as we are i've been shifting all of that stuff over into the the systems that they recommend and so on and so forth anyway long story short one of the kind of outcomes of all of that work is that you know things have advanced so much in this world of you know software that People are designing software that's sort of like back-end database. You're providing them with all this information, schedules, blah, blah, blah. And then they spit out an app on the other end that allows just the average user to go on to the app store and download an app that allows them to you know, access to all this stuff. And so now they know kind of the average church member can know like, okay, here's the schedule. Here's the things I've committed to. Here's some opportunities I might register for. So on and so forth. And so, yeah, over the past couple of months, I've been working on all that. And listen, I'm extremely sensitive to the idea of the pace of change. You know, just too much change in and of itself can be wearying. And in our particular church, I feel like that we're really just kind of riding that threshold right now, where it sometimes can just feel like, okay, what else is new? And so I was pretty hesitant to move in this direction for that reason. It's really difficult to get a group of people to adopt a new software thing. Most people aren't really interested in learning this thing or that thing or jumping through this or that digital hoop. And so I I hope that you'll trust me when I say that it really took quite a bit of convincing and also a lot of inspection and and a number of months of sort of investigation to say, is this worth it or not? And so I think I'm at the point where, where I can say to you now, at this point, it would be worth it for you uh, to go and download this this app. And we'll put a link for it in the in the show notes for this podcast. We'll post it on Basecamp and so on and so forth. And so, yeah, I've, I've spent quite a bit of time with it at this point. I can tell you, yeah, I really think that this is going to add value to you as a church member and allow you to actually just have even a more kind of total understanding of what's going on and so on and so forth. A big piece of that has to do with community groups. And so I want to talk about community groups for a little bit in this podcast. Now, we have five community groups set up this year. The leaders for those, those groups are Dove and Christine Cohen. Alex and Allie Cole, Noah and Gracia Larson, Doug and Carla Luffman, and Nate and Kate Wilhoft. So let's, um, let's I don't know if you know this, I'm, I'm recording in front of a live studio audience right now, so let's give those folks a round of applause. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thank you for those of you that returned, uh, knowing full well the effort required to lead a community group. In all seriousness, uh, what I keep hearing as feedback from these community group leaders is just that they have themselves just felt so blessed and fortunate to be in that role, and have honestly experienced a lot of growth spiritually in and of the you know in their own lives as a result of serving in this way. So, thank you for serving. Also, uh, thank you for all of you who have attended, not only attended but affirmed the leadership that uh, that is leading the community group you're a part of. What I want to do mostly in this kind of fall ministry preview podcast is just go through just the nuts and bolts of the things that are happening, present those to you in as clear and concise a way as possible. I know that I'm six minutes, almost seven minutes into this podcast, and I really haven't been that clear or concise, so <laughs> I've got to step up my game. Well, the first thing I think maybe just to just to remind you of how we do this is that all but one of these community groups meets on Wednesday nights, the first Wednesday and the third Wednesday of every month. And so we'll get into Wednesday nights in a moment, but I want to touch on the one exception to the rule, which is the Luffman senior group. Luffman senior, meaning like they're the senior Luffman. It's not that they're seniors per se. They're not. There's a group of Saints who meet on Sunday afternoons. And why Sunday afternoons? Well, I think the group is designed specifically for people who have longer drives, might not be able to make it into the next an additional day of the week. I also think it it, it could be ideal for people who work on the Wednesdays. And honestly, even potentially as a makeup group. What you've got in this particular group, I kind of think of this group as, you know, kind of the best kept secret of our community groups. What you've got are all these people who have walked with the Lord for a very long time, who are super kind, who cook good food and have good lunches (laughs) at their community groups, who meet in a nice home and so on and so forth. What you've really got here is an opportunity. for, For some of you, I think this would be something to consider. You've got essentially an opportunity for a second group of people to walk with. So you're walking with, you know, the Larson group or the Cole group or the Wilhoff group on, you know, Wednesdays, but there's nothing wrong with just like dropping in on this other group as well. I think the thing about that group, the Sunday group, because I've, I've attended, you know, multiple times. I think the thing about that group is that it's, it it lends itself to dropping in and being cared for. And so some of you, I, I would, I would encourage you to consider one of the things I've, One of the things I've noticed about the younger generations that I really think is an upgrade to the way that things were done before in my generation and the boomers ahead of me. I think the younger generations are actually more interested in spending time with older people. I think younger Christians in particular are more interested in spending time with older saints. I heard a story. I think Charles Stanley passed away not that long ago. And, you know, he and I are, you know, theologically quite different but I grew up listening to him. I always appreciated uh, a lot that came through in his in his preaching ministry. Anyway, I heard a story that not that long ago, not that far away from his death, he went to a book signing, he wrote a book and went to a book signing and and someone was just talking about the fact that this book signing was full of 20 and 30 somethings. You know, the there's this beautiful thing that's happened amongst the younger generations. They're they're legitimately open to spending time and seeking wisdom from older people in a very transparent way. When I was younger, maybe I did realize that I needed wisdom, but I wouldn't admit it. <laughs> I would like somehow play a game where, uh, you know, <laughs> where I would try to get the advice while acting like I was their equal, you know. But I've really I've really seen, especially amongst you know, Christians, I've seen so much growth in that area in the younger generations. So anyway, uh, the Sunday night, the Sunday afternoon group meets first and third Sunday. And, you know, another piece of this is, I, I talked to Doug about this, who's the leader of that group. If you're thinking through a theological position, if you're growing in theological, you know, specificity, or, you know, maybe you didn't really know if you had an opinion about X, Y, or Z, and then you're growing in that, This would be a really good group to go to because um, most of those things that you're thinking through, they thought through, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. So anyway, that's sitting there for you. Now let's move on to Wednesdays. So all but one of the Wednesday night groups meet at the church. That's all the groups except for the Larson group meet at the church. And we'll talk about those groups here in a moment, but big thing I want you to know about right now is that we are providing child care thanks to Christine Cohen and Madison Dowdy. We're providing child care for you for those groups that are meeting at the church. So we want to thank you, ladies. <clears throat> thank you so much for serving in this respect. We appreciate the care that you're providing. And with that, we need your help, mostly just with, you know, just kind of support roles and so on and so forth. So one of the things we'll post uh, in the show notes of this podcast and also on Basecamp is just sort of a a sign-up sheet. We just need a couple of additional leaders. You know, there are only eight community group meetings between now and Christmas, or the, yeah, between now and Christmas. So we just really need, you know, some help, you know, a few people each one of those nights each one of those eight nights to support this children's ministry effort. Um, Speaking of that children's ministry effort, you know, the, the priority first and foremost is just to free up parents to have encouraging conversations in those nights of community group without having to kind of, you know, mind the store, so to speak, without having to kind of think about how the kids are doing and so on. And that's really the main priority. And then, you know from there we kind of have additional priorities like well if we can provide parents with you know 90 minutes of time to talk to people their own age that'd be that'd be the most important thing and then from there it's like what else you know what else can we do it's like well we have the kids like what can we do to bless them and and i have always been and i think that i'm correct in this i've always been an extreme advocate of kids learning Christian songs. Um, I, I think that there are very few ways that catechize and train a child up in the way he should go that are more effective than just teaching kids Jesus-centered, gospel-centered, God-exalting music. And so that's sort of like, well, okay, we, we could maybe do that with the kids. And you know, over multiple conversations and sort of thinking through, like what, what, what do we do, and how do we do it, and so on and so forth. I said, well, you know, if we could, if we could teach these kids songs about the coming of Christ and the incarnation, and so on and so forth, Christmas songs. If we could teach those songs. That'd be that'd be really good. And then they can sing those the songs at our Christmas Eve service or whatever, and so on and so forth. So that's sort of the way that these ideas have evolved uh, with a lot of intention, a lot of hopeful kind of like, let's make the most of this time. Priority number one is caring for the kids or caring for the kids so that mom and dad can spend time in conversations with other believers. And then beneath that is sort of like, well, we have the kids now, what do we do with them? And it's like, well, what's the most ideal thing we can do with them and so on and so forth. So anyway, long story short, for the next few months, from September to December, next eight, eight community group meetings, uh, Christine Cohen and Madison will be taking the kids through particular Christmas songs. And they'll be teaching the kids not only the songs and how to sing those songs and to sing them together and sing them in harmony. By the way, there's a whole theological thing about harmony one day maybe we could talk about. Uh, but But teaching the kids how to sing and so on and so forth. In addition to that, they'll have activities and devotionals tied in with the, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the songs themselves, and so that's kind of the program for the kids for the next eight community group meetings. And if you're able to help and and watch the kiddos uh, at least one time in between uh, September and December, that would be much appreciated. Well, teaching these kids these songs just happens to terminate this particular year on Christmas Eve landing on a Sunday. And so the plan is, is to have the kids actually just sing the song, some of the songs that they learned on Christmas Eve at our normal Sunday morning worship service. And so there's there's minimal imprint on your, your schedule as a parent, providing childcare for you so that you can engage in good and godly and encouraging conversations with others in the community groups. We're teaching your kids Jesus songs, and they're going to sing those Jesus songs at a service that you were already going to attend. And so we hope that that, that, that that serves you. So that's a little bit about community groups. Oh, one more thing. One more thing about community groups. The app is going to be extremely useful for you in this respect. One of the features that kind of convinced me was like, well, yeah, we probably should we should probably do something, you know, we should probably make the move, is that um, it provides automated email reminders. Now, I don't know about you, my inbox is just trashed. Like, it's just a mess. It's way too many emails I get. But um, but if you use email, and that's a lot of people can check their email with a little bit more um, precision than I can. I just get so many vendor emails from, you know, church Vendors and so on and so forth, but hopefully email is still be- <laughs> it works better in your life than it does in mine. And uh, what you'll get is you'll get a reminder right before an event, um, a day before an event, sometimes three days before an event. We can we can change the setting there, and you'll be reminded, hey, you've got a community group coming up, don't forget about it, and so on and so forth. So that'd be really good. I imagine Basecamp will still kind of be used for quite some time, but. This app will also allow you to communicate within the app so you can communicate with your fellow community group members. You can make sure that, you know, you're staying up to date on the study and so on and so forth or whatever you're doing. So that's all, that's all there for you. Hopefully you plan on being part of a community groups like, well, why should I do that? You know, what's the point of a community group? Well, I don't want to take too much more time discussing community groups, but, there is something about being known, <laughs> about being seen. There's, there's really even something about just sort of arriving at some place where people expect you to arrive and being with them for some time on a regular basis. And so in many respects, community group is really just a carryover to the fellowship aspect that you experience on Sunday mornings. So yeah, I would really encourage you to do that. I think one of the things, maybe uh, this just popped into my head, I could just be making it up but I wouldn't want you to feel any kind of hesitation or reservation about attending a group like this based on what you perceive to be like the theological knowledge of other people who attend. We're just not those kinds of people. You won't be called out. Uh, You won't be, you won't be ridiculed or singled out or patronized or anything like that. Like you can just come and just be a part of it. And those that are leading these groups are sensitive to the different kinds of introverts and extroverts and, people who prefer not to talk and people who do and so on and so forth. So if you've somehow painted some kind of <laughs> scenario of social doom in your head about attending a community group, don't do that. like it just come, it's good. It'll be good for you. It'll be uh, it'll be a blessing to you. So we hope that you'll do that. Again, there's a community group that meets the first and third Sunday first and third Sunday in the afternoons following the, the service. And then there's community groups uh, that meet on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. And we hope that you'll attend one of those meetings. If you have children, we hope that the child care is a blessing to you. And if you're able, we would love for you to uh, volunteer here or there and help help us help these kids have uh, have, have a good evening. All right, well... I've got, uh, I think, two more of these kind of ministry preview type podcasts to do. But I think that I want to keep this one relatively brief, under 30 minutes, certainly. So I've I've put community groups out before you today, and I think I'll leave it there. And then we'll come back and talk about a number of other ministry opportunities that are sort of sitting out there on the horizon coming up this fall. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a blessed week.